Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. My guest today is Zach Simpson, and he's here to give us an update on the Uptown Neighborhood Cooperative Initiative. So, Zach, it's been a while since we spoke. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great, Cynthia. Thank you for asking. How are you today in this beautiful, sunny day? It is beautiful and sunny out, isn't it? I'm a little under the weather, but that's okay. So... Um, you know, you've been still active in the community. What's going on with the Uptown Neighborhood Cooperative? Well, um, for your listeners, um, so my name is Zach Simpson, and I am the founder and coordinator of the Uptown Neighborhood Cooperative, which is a five-neighborhood-wide community collaborative that meets every month via the Zoom conference because of COVID-19. Um we uh, I kicked off this new group back in early May um, after, you know, COVID hit. And I really wanted to do something that would unite several neighborhoods and, you know, create a vent, you know, a um, an opportunity for folks to, you know, exchange ideas, report problems and, um, you know, have a good sense of community. Um, so we've been meeting every month. Um, and so we've been um, officially live for now six months. We've been doing a lot of different things. Um, we've been using the City of Albany's C-Click 6 reporting tool to report a variety of different issues in the neighborhoods like potholes, mm-hmm. sidewalk problems, uh, dead or diseased trees. We report Issues with uh, road signs, issues with um, street markings like crosswalks that are worn away. We report those. We report street lights that are out. Um, so basically anything that we need help from the certain city departments, we report. And I believe as of this month's report, we've submitted over 450 issues in all five of our neighborhoods. So that's really good. Um, we're also doing other things. We've been doing what are called pop-up cleanups, where we like uh, less than 48 hours notice. I uh, put out, um, you know, a flyer on Facebook, the next door app, telling people, you know, a location that needs some tender love and care. Like um, we did one for Woodlawn Park. We also did a pop-up for Swinburne Park as well as other targeted areas here in the city, just to give the city a little extra hand at this time, because I know that departments are running several people short, especially Department of General Services. So we've been doing the pop-up cleanups, uh, which has gotten a really um, a good response. Um, Channel 10, uh, Channel 13 covered the events. So, you know, that's really a great thing. So we're staying busy. So we have to- 
how many people usually uh, participate in each meeting on Zoom? Um, I think um, it's ranged actually between you know twenty something upwards of I think our first or second meeting had almost forty um, participants in the Zoom conference. Oh wow, that's good, and it's from it, uh, this is diversity of participants. Yes, um, so. We get participants from all five of the neighborhoods, and the five neighborhoods that are part of the program include um, Beverwick, Melrose, Upper Washington, um, Eagle Hill, and also Pine Bush. So we get residents from all five of those neighborhoods, as well as um, local officials, um, you know, neighborhood association leaders, um, but also um, – Recently, we're starting to get folks outside of the five neighborhoods. There was one gentleman that called in from, um, he lives right on the Albany Gilderland border. So he actually is in the town uh-huh. of Gilderland. And he was, he was kind of funny because he was a little hesitant about, you know, was this the right, you know, meeting for him? And I, <clears throat> I said, absolutely. I said, it's, it's open to anybody who wants to participate. And you don't have to just live in the five neighborhoods to, you know, get the information that we share with folks. It's 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 good for anybody that's in the city to listen in. So, um, you think this will make it a difference in the uh, local races this coming year? As far as the work that we're doing. Um, well, you know, as so as next year ramps up, you know, one thing that I have thought about is to do my own sort of uh, political candidates forums. If there's going to be, you know, competing candidates, I I would be more than happy to, you know, lead up um, like a, a community forum, or even a debate, because um, I think that would be beneficial. Especially in the age of COVID, it's hard to have large groups together. So I think candidates are really going to have to be well-versed in the use of alternative means, such as Zoom, such as WebEx, and whatnot. Has, you know, you've been, you've been doing community organizing for quite a while, and last March, COVID hit. Has that made a big difference in the way you deal with the community? Absolutely. I got to tell you, um, when COVID started, I got a lot more busier because it was in early April when, you know, uh, Centers for Disease Control started recommending face coverings uh, because of COVID-19. That's when Mm -hmm. I... um, I started actually delivering masks uh, to people's doorsteps. Um, it started out with, you know, like medical masks. I um, I handed out medical masks. And then I started reaching out to different um, entities. I reached out to the Albany County Sheriff's Department. I reached out to the Capital Region Organization's Active in Disaster um, and I also reached out to other, um, you know, uh, government officials to try and see if they had any additional um, supply of masks and hand sanitizers. And that's how I really uh, started, you know, kind of 
being creative and I, that's how I kept my supply coming in was thinking outside the box, reaching out to people, even if, you know, I thought they may not have them. I, I still did it. And, um, fortunately I, um, I didn't have anything extra. I, I mean, it was about two months of steady, um, deliveries of supplies to people's doorsteps through, um, you know, April and May into early June. Um, yeah. yes, but COVID, Oh, sorry, but COVID is definitely COVID nineteen has definitely um, um, sped up a lot of you know the things I need to do in the community. So you know we're just a couple of weeks away as we speak from the presidential election, and given the fact that um, the calendar for getting petitions and, you know, campaigning is different than it has been in years past. The local races are just around the corner. Um, Do you think what you're doing is going to make an impact on candidates and issues in the city of Albany? Um, I, so you're asking if what I'm doing is going to impact candidates? It campaign, uh, impact the, the uh, campaign, you know, at large. I mean, it's <laughs> going to affect it, the, yeah. Well, I think if you're a candidate next year running for office, it would be good to keep an eye on what the cooperative is doing and certainly – you know, pitch in, lend a hand when we're doing stuff like cleaning up the neighborhoods when we're, you know, because winter's coming. Um, I'm sure we're going to jump in and help out seniors with, you know, shoveling their sidewalks. Um, so there's a lot of things to do where I think if you are running for office, if you really want to engage with the community, meet new people and really, you know, sell yourself. Um, I think it would be good to um, keep track of what the cooperative is doing and, and help us out. Absolutely. So how much of this city uh, is your initiative involved in? I mean, this there's other parts of the city that aren't represented by this, right? What parts of the city needs organizing? So we are five neighborhoods in the uptown uh, neighborhoods. So we're up in wards 11, 12, 14, and 15. And, uh-huh. um, you know, long-term, I think the downtown neighborhoods could use something similar to the uptown cooperative. Because, um, you know, you know, there are issues in the city, you know, all over with, you know, infrastructure, with, you know, issues with, you know, absentee landlords and, you know, potentially hazardous situations. Um, so I think I think the downtown would really benefit from something similar um, because, you know, they they could use a lot of our help, especially with you know vacant buildings and overgrown parcels and um, you know. So I, I I think it I think it it just doesn't have to work for uptown. I think it could work all over this type of model. Um, the, you know you're you represent uptown the uptown neighborhood. 
but it, there's a horrific problem in the city of Albany as in other parts of the country, and that's gun violence. Yes. Have you dealt with that issue at all? Uh, through the cooperative, we have discussed it. Um, absolutely. Um, and I've discussed it, you know, at Cana because I'm part of Council of Albany Neighborhood Associations. Um, yeah, it's a very, very difficult situation that we have been in. Um, it's, it's, it's been a, a horrible year for the city. Um, just with, you know, the rate of gun violence. Um, and, you know, there's other, there's a lot of factors that go with it. Um, it's, it's just, it's just, it's a, it's a horrible, it's, whenever somebody dies due to a gun, it's, it's a, it's a horrible situation. It's somebody's, you know, father, somebody's son, you know, mother, daughter. Um, uh-huh. and, um, my, my, my posture has always been one death is way too many. And, um, you know, I really dream for a day where we can, we can really get, get, you know, get things back to some level of normalcy. Now, how, how can your group, um, be, how can your group influence and do something about gun violence in the city of Albany? Well, I got to tell you, um, the act of cleaning up neighborhoods, I think, helps people feel good about where they live, makes people feel that other people care about them. And I think it, it, mm-hmm. and it really helps people and their attitudes about life in general and, you know, being a good neighbor. So I think that's a big part of it, um, the neighborhood cleanup um, part. And, you know, I've been working directly with, different council members. I worked with Judy Dochette from the Ninth Ward with the pop-up cleanup at Woodlawn Park. I've worked with Alfredo Balleron from the 11th with the Swinburne Park. I have, um, you know, there's going to be other instances where areas need attention, and um, I'm going to be there with the cooperative ready to jump in and help out. So I think when you, you know, that's that's the tough part is the cleanliness thing. Um, if you live in a neighborhood where you know, the sidewalks are all cracked, the potholes are everywhere. I don't think you're going to feel good about things. And, um, you know, that's a problem for me. So I can't, I, you know, I can't change everything, but I can certainly do my part to try to try to change things. You know, there's been a, a few articles in the Times Union recently about the city of Albany and how it ranks low on a national list for economic inclusion. So uh, we are we are a city that's divided divided in half. There's the haves and there's the have not. Have you addressed this issue with your group at all? As far as economic disparities? Yes. Um you know I you know, I don't think we have, but we certainly have, you know, I have in other groups, especially Council of Albany Neighborhood Associations. That's always a big, a big thing is, you know, because we represent the entire city from uptown to downtown. And um, yes, we, we have focused on that um, 
And actually, we're actually right now, Kena is doing a three-part series focusing on environmental justice, housing justice, and public health justice. And, you know, so I think there's, there's certainly some, the economic disadvantages play into those, those topics. Okay. So, you know, give your assessment on what, what you're doing now will impact the races in 2021. So what I'm doing now, how is it going to impact the races in 2021? Yes. I mean, I'm, I think I might have answered it already, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I, I am, I think I am a good person to know if you're a candidate running for office and I'm always willing to collaborate and support those who support me and what I'm doing. So, you know, as far as how I'm going to affect races, I think if you're going to, you know, I think working with the cooperative attending cooperative meetings next year would bolster a candidate's um, chances of, of, you know, getting to know the community, getting to let the community know what, where you stand on issues and how you're going to address things if and when you get elected. Given the fact that you're only uh, representing uh, only a portion of the city, how are you going to expand your group so that you will have an impact on the candidates all over the city? Well, we've, we've you know, we've, so we're focused on five of those neighborhoods, but that doesn't mean we don't do work in other neighborhoods. Um, I actually, okay. a couple months ago, I partnered with Community Matters. It's a local organization that has, um, representatives from Albany, Schenectady, and Troy. And with them, there were two cleanups that I partnered with. One was in the West Hill neighborhood, um, mm-hmm. you know, near, um, I think it was 2nd Second, Second Street and, Al, uh, no, 2nd Street and Manning. Um, and that's, that was a, a really great thing. And that's outside of our boundaries. But we joined forces with them and we went straight down the block and cleaned up the block and engaged with the community. And then another one was over on Elk Street, which is in, you know, Arbor Hill, Sheridan Hollow kind of area. Um, and I also remember there, she was there and she helped pitch in. So, you know, we're especially the cleanup part, we are not just staying uptown. We are being nimble and we are willing to gravitate to other areas to be good neighbors to show yes our name is uptown but our mission is albany all of albany especially with the cleanup part okay you talk about cleaning up the city yes how is what you're doing going to i'm going to be blunt how is it going to eliminate poverty make people productive citizens where they have good jobs and a stake in the community? Well, the cleanup is just one variable. Um, But the goal is to have all of these variables, be it, you know, the cleanups, be it helping people 
get access to needed services and actually really making people feel like they're important and making people people feel they have value. So it's not just, you know, one variable. It's going to be the entire, you know, collective efforts of of many people and um and I hope others will join me. That's okay. Have you have you reached out to other people? Oh yeah, every day. <laughs> I I every day. Um every time I send out an email to the cooperative there are hundreds and hundreds of emails that I hit. I also usually share all of our monthly newsletters to several Facebook pages, I think about a dozen. And I also use the Nextdoor app. So I reach out via social media, via email, and in person. And in person, I, I love meeting people and talking with people. You know, we live in the age of technology. Um, if there was no such thing as the internet, no such thing as Facebook, no such thing as email, would your job be a lot harder? Yes, absolutely. And I don't even know if it would have been doable without the technology in place. Um, I've thought about that and I am thanking my lucky stars that we have internet, we have Zoom. Um, That's made it possible because when COVID happened and, you know, back in March, everything got shut down. The first thing I thought of is what about the neighborhood organizations I'm a part of? How are we going to meet? That's the first thing I thought about. And then Zoom popped up and I said, great. (laughs) And, you know, Zoom wasn't perfect at the beginning. There were some bugs with the, with the, with the, um, with the software, but seems like they've worked that out. Um, and I really think we're going to be using, you know, Zoom conferences for the next year or two, at least, instead of larger um, meetings, especially during the winter, because, you know, it's, it's, it's tougher to meet outside. You say two years, that's a long time. I'm being conservative with that estimate. Okay, because I mean the the epidemic reached the proportions where people were staying home back in March. So it's oh, it's what seven months, seven eight months now. So, Correct. Uh, Correct. And so also, don't, well, well, and also don't forget, it takes time to develop to test a vaccine to get it, you know, through clinical trials. And once you get a vaccine and once it passes those clinical trials, then you got to talk about production and you got to talk about distribution and then you got to talk about the priorities. Who's going to get the vaccine first? And then you got to talk about the efficacy rate of those vaccines. I'm hearing words that could be 70%, meaning 30% may still get sick. So they're they're talking about even if you do have a vaccine, you're still going to wear a face covering for a while. So that's why I'm thinking two years. I'm, that's that's my best guess where we're going to be doing wow. a lot of these. Wow. So the neighborhoods that you represent, I mean, Albany is not like in past years, and neither is any other community. There's been no big celebrations. There's been no 
lark fest and uh, tulip tulip fest and music mm-hmm. this summer. Uh, do you think that's going to be the norm for a while? Uh, as far as festivals being postponed and and large gatherings, I do. Um, I do know some organizations, for example, the Rap Road Historical Association, they huh? always do their they do their annual family homecoming. This year it was right. via Zoom. They did it via Zoom because of COVID. Um I know that my street every year we close it down and we have a block party. That did not happen this year, but we did do was a couple of social distancing, like happy hours where we stayed apart from each other in like a big circle with other neighbors. So I think you might see still Mm -hmm. start seeing a lot of that, these smaller um, social distancing get togethers where people are maintaining, you know, six feet and being careful. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's going to be day by day, week by week, until we get a vaccine and get it distributed to everybody. Now, you're talking about the Rap Road um, get-together that's in the summer, and you said it was on Zoom this year. Yes. And what which is good, but at the same time, people don't have the opportunity to have the fried chicken and the corn on the cob as if they were there, right? Well, yes, and for your listeners, if you ever want good southern food, good cuisine, the Rap Road Annual Homecoming is the place to be. I mean, last year was the first time I had gone, and the barbecue, it was, and just the food was incredible. Um, but, yes, that's something that, unfortunately, you can't have with the, com- with the Zoom conference. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, right, right. I don't right. think maybe you could, yeah. so, yes. Yeah. It's not exactly the same. So we have just a couple of minutes left. Um, How do you plan on expanding your group to include other parts of the city? Well, so in the last six months, it's been really focusing on, you know, submitting those C-click-fix issues. It It seems like things are kind of stabilizing now with the five neighborhoods mm-hmm. as far as getting our issues in. Um, so what I have what I have been doing and I have been doing for the last two years is I've been going directly to, you know, to neighborhood associations in person before COVID. But now I, I attend a lot of the Zoom meetings for neighborhoods. And I talk about the good things that we're doing. I give updates, and if they're willing to come on board with us, I am more than happy to welcome any neighborhood to come in, come into our um, program because back in May, our first meeting, it was only three neighborhoods. In June, we adopted two others. So we have, okay. we have taken other neighborhoods under our wing, which I think as time marches on, and as I keep going to neighborhood meetings, I think we're going to grow the base. Okay, so in the final minute or two that we have left, give your contact information, Zach. Sure. So my name is Zachary Simpson, and my phone number is 518-253-5433. And the, uh, the main email address for the cooperative is uptowncooperative 
at gmail.com. And we also have our Facebook page, um, the Uptown Cooperative Facebook page, where we post the uh, monthly newsletter, we post the meetings, and we post updates. Thank you so much, Zach. We'll talk again. So you've been listening to Zach Simpson. I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is Focus on Albany. If you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks, as always, Cynthia. Thanks. Bye, everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.